welcome to the SK Strength Show, where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness, and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello again and welcome back to the SK Strength Show. So uh, today I'm going to do a kind of slightly different version of this where I am basically going to run through like a post I did on my birthday because I'm now 27 years young and um, I basically listed 11 11 lessons, 11 lessons from my past 11 years in the gym so been going to the gym since I was 16 if you for any of you that are not quick with maths um barring a couple of maybe weeks or months at 15 where we were not meant to go on the weights machines because you weren't allowed and um after several times of getting told to get off them I got told not to go back till I was 16 so but I'm discounting those because they don't really count. And so I did this post and I thought maybe I should expand on these points because they were just like nice little quick um, sentences. So that's what I thought I'd do. So obviously during this 11 years, I've learned a couple of things, maybe one or two. Um, So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to expand on them and maybe fit them all into one podcast, see if I get on much of a tangent on any of them and yeah we'll kind of just go from there this is just uh kind of me being lazy because I couldn't think of anything else I wanted to speak about in particular so yeah that's enough of a preamble really isn't it god nearly two minutes in right so the first lesson and I also realized when I sorry to continue the pre preamble but um I also realized when expanding on these that lots of these points are (laughs) um fairly similar um I'm not gonna say which ones are similar but I'm sure you've got to figure out so lesson number one is no program is more optimal than showing up consistently for over a decade so what I mean by this is that I've done all sorts of different ways of training um not like I don't have probably the most varied training history but in terms of what I've been specifically trying to work towards I've tried all sorts of different ways to do it and to be honest all of them have worked to some degree and what I attribute that to is the fact that I loved doing it so much that I turned up between three and five times a week Um, depending on the program, consistently for the whole thing, basically. So it almost didn't matter on the the makeup of the program. Obviously, if you write somebody a terrible program, then that's not going to work for them. But there's such a wide spectrum of programs and methods that can work for you and your goals just stirring my tea quick 
quickly. I think it's too hot to drink, so I'll, I'll save you that for now. Um, but we often get bogged down in like not wanting to waste any time or wanting to get the results as quickly as possible, make sure we're doing it in the best way possible. But the problem is that, you know, what is the best way to achieve anything? You know, it's obviously going to be different for different people, which makes it inherently complicated anyway. But then how could you ever possibly know? Um, just had an update come up onto my laptop. This is going great. Um, yeah, how could anybody possibly know what the best way to achieve the goal is until you try something? You, know, you can theorize and think yourself into a corner over and over again. But until you actually try the thing you're theorizing, you've got no idea whether it's going to work or not. And it's this theme that crops up over and over again about taking action and putting things into action. And it applies to so many different areas of your life as well because anybody can sit around and think about what might be the best thing for them or what might be the best way to get fitter or to get stronger or to lose fat but ultimately that way that you think might work for you or for someone else it actually might not suit them so until you try it then you really have no idea so Show up for yourself consistently. And the other part of this is showing up consistently for over a decade. So that's obviously over 11 years of training for me. Um, and I mean, before that, played sports and stuff. And actually, the first time I did any sort of lifting of weights, I was like, I think maybe like 11 or 12 years old. Um, but I did, did it for a bit and then kind of dropped it again and then picked it back up. Um, Ironically, that's also how you lift weights by dropping them and picking back up. That was a terrible joke. I feel very distracted today. Don't know what I'm doing. Right. But what was I just saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, like I said, being consistent over a long period of time, and I mean a very long period of time, and I will continue to be consistent for another decade. And then I'm sure people will still then ask about what is the the quickest way to get to where you are or to achieve this goal and that goal. And they will continue to be disappointed by the answer of work hard consistently week after week for many years. But that is just the reality of it. And if you think of it on like a global scale like that, of course it's going to sound a bit daunting but that's why we just break it down into what are the things that we have to get done every week or every day and ultimately consistency of not all that exciting things doesn't sound like a particularly I don't know fun thing to do but if you can't like make it exciting for yourself Oh my God, my laptop is just wanting to update everything today and I really don't understand why. You need to be able to find the 
excitement within those fairly mundane tasks because otherwise you'll just never enjoy the process and that can be little things like trying new exercises from time to time or working out with a friend instead of just working out on your own like you normally do or trying a different gym or whatever it is um find ways to excite yourself not like that okay rule number two is the rule number two lesson number two is the program that works for you today is not necessarily going to work for you in a year's time so the thought behind this is that you are a an ever-changing complex organism to put it in a slightly creepy way so doing the exact same thing you did last year might not necessarily work for you this year it might but it might not you know there's every chance that your body has changed that your life has changed and that that is now not a suitable thing for you you should always be evolving and your exercise needs will evolve with your life so don't get stuck just doing the same thing over and over again like people that are very advanced don't just keep repeating the program they did when they first started lifting it evolves and adapts to their needs as they physically get fitter stronger but also to their life you know as we get older you tend to whether it's you got your job gets more demanding or you have kids you know then there's a time pressure and so then you may not be able to fit in all of the training you did five years ago when you didn't have children so if you think of everything so think back like a year to last november you know think about all of the stuff that has happened within that year good or bad and unless you've had an incredibly uh boring year you're you're not going to be the same person that you were at that point so there's there's no reason why you should expect your training to be the same as well so i don't really have much more to say on that one that one's pretty self-explanatory i think so let's get on to lesson number three so what you do outside the gym is just as important as what you do inside the gym and this is something that i personally wish i took a lot more seriously many many years ago particularly whilst i was at uni and because what i would do back then was i thought oh i'm training four times a week in the gym that is enough to be a healthy human being and i don't even want to want to know what my step count was at that point like i would I lived. I remember third year of uni, living really close to the uni, and I would. Ne- I don't think I ever walked in once. I think I always drove in. Um, the idea of just going out for a walk was would have uh, sounded ridiculous to me. I wouldn't have understood why on earth you would do that, um, and was just generally very one dimensional. All I cared about was getting stronger and lifting, but just doing that I don't think was actually I think I would have benefited the the same amount or more 
by being a generally healthier, more active individual. So, and that's not to say that the the gym stuff isn't also incredibly important and beneficial to you to do. It absolutely is. But I mean, depending on your goal, I'd say some things outside the gym are more important than what you do in the gym. You know, if your goal is to lose weight, then your diet and general activity is far more important than your training for that goal, I would say. Because plenty of people have lost weight in the past just through their diet and like walking, which I guess, depending how unfit you are, you could count as training. But for this instance, I'm talking like either lifting weights or proper cardio, um, which again can be walking if you're very unfit. But, and I, I look back at like what I would eat outside of those sessions as well, and it was definitely not particularly health promoting um so yeah that's definitely something i've learned probably fairly recently um i say fairly recently in the last like few years that i've started taking that more seriously you know even if i look back to my average step count in like 2021 compared to now uh i think it's probably like double now um but that's been also a gradual process. If you look back at the the years of it, um, it's slowly gone up like that that monthly and that yearly average. So I've not gone from from nothing to you know ten k steps a day. I still don't do ten k steps a day because spoiler, you don't have to do uh, the same magic number that everybody else does. But it's been a gradual increase and something that I've slowly started to take more interesting and more more notice of and I think it's been definitely beneficial to my not only my general health and well-being uh, not to dismiss that as not important because that is obviously probably the most important thing but I think it's also been very beneficial for my results in training as well um shown by you know hitting PRs and stuff and probably having my best powerlifting me ever um not that long ago Actually, God, quite a while ago. Actually, oh, just nearly a year ago. God, life is is relentless. Um, yeah, I think that uh, that covers that covers that one. So number four is try different things. You never know what you're going to enjoy. Um, and this is one that I'm. Uh, going to try to take this is a lesson I'm going to try and learn a little bit more um now that I'm older and uh not getting bored of of lifting weights I still love it but I am kind of getting the itch to want to try something different um so yeah it's potentially a bit of an ironic lesson from someone who's basically been powerlifting uh this whole time um or doing things that are very similar to that um but like I say within my little niche of exercising I've still tried plenty of different things like I used to I guess you could say do bodybuilding type training I've tried strongman uh I've tried powerlifting have tried it's a bit of a stretch to say I've tried weightlifting I was forced into trying it at uni um and was not good at it immediately so I disregarded it entirely 
which is a very healthy way of trying new things. So then once I found powerlifting, I used to, I, I was just solely, like I said, solely focused on being the best at that, which is still something that I want to do. But nowadays, probably I'm not willing to do it at the expense of other things, whether that is health or other sporting or exercise interests. And like I've kind of alluded to in that previous point, I actually think having a broader range of athletic interests will probably benefit me in all areas and could probably benefit you as well. Um, like I say, we only get one go around of it, so why not try different things and see what you enjoy? So don't get stuck in your ways just because you find one thing that you like doing, whether it's running, whether it's lifting weights, whether it's cycling. Don't be afraid to try other things that even if they may compromise your training in the other thing because unless you're you know competing at a high level of or something it, it doesn't really matter um and again if you really really care about your performance in that thing and you you don't want to try anything new then more power to you but um i think we could all stand to be beginners again and try things that are maybe a little uncomfortable and we're not a hundred percent sure on. Sorry that I keep drinking my tea in between these, but it's going to get cold otherwise. And it's got creatine in, so I have to make sure I drink it. So point lesson, point, God, I'm so bad at recording these, but I'm going to continue doing it. Lesson number five, um, so conversely to that previous point, just because you don't enjoy something the first time you try it doesn't mean you won't enjoy it when you get fitter or stronger or just try it another time and approach it in a different way. So there are tons of exercises that I used to absolutely hate and used to never do. And if a coach put them in my program, I would skip them or I would moan about them. Um, and they're exercises that now I, I really love. I mean, I now have been doing dips for a while, which were something that I never, ever really gave any time to because I was just like, uh, it doesn't, I don't like them. They don't really fit me. Um, and now I forced myself to keep at it and try them. And lo and behold, now that I've got better at them, I actually quite like them. So, <laughs> and I feel like this is something that's particularly applicable to running um, because running is not enjoyable when you first start it. Because when you're unfit, there's nothing fun about doing a very slow, short run and still struggling. So part of this is that sometimes you have to bite the bullet and just accept that it's going to be a little bit shit for a bit but once you do adapt to it and you get fitter that's when you can start to really enjoy it more so um, I can think of a client of mine that when she was first starting doing couch to 5k and all of that sort of stuff um, really wasn't 
particularly enjoying it that much, but the the goal was to be able to go out running with a run group um, and not feel to uh, not be the one kind of hanging at the back sort of thing. So she was able to sort of suck it up for a bit and just accept that there was going to be a bit of a, a bumpy road to get there and then was able to go out running with friends and join in on that group and just enjoy what she was doing. So just because you can't do something to the degree that you want to doesn't mean you're not going to be able to at some point. And if you don't give things a chance, you will never, ever get good at them because you'll then never like them. Not because, but if you if you never get good at them, then you probably will never like them because nobody likes being not good at something. And good is relative as well, relative to your uh, personal sort of expectations of how good you need to be at something to enjoy it. I know that the first run that I did at the start of the year was definitely not uh, an enjoyable one or my favourite one. Uh, My favourite one was running with my siblings, doing a 10k and just having a nice time whilst doing it. But without building up to that, I wouldn't have been able to enjoy that because I would have been struggling too much. So give yourself a chance to adapt to what you're asking your body to do. And that is about everything I'm going to say on that one. Yeah, can't think of anything else. I really didn't give myself a lot of notes for these. I just kind of wrote the points out and then did a little small brain dump after and then thought I'll just like just riff on them and just chat shit basically is what I mean to say there. So I'm definitely not going to get through all these. I'm going to do one more and then I'm going to do the other five next week, which means I don't have to think of another topic for next week, which is so, so good. Um, Yeah, perfect. I'm going to do that. So lesson number six is if you think you've got it all figured out, you haven't. Trust me, nobody has. At so many different points in my training career, if you want to call it that, I didn't know what else to refer to it as um like a training lifespan that also sounds weird a training uh yeah I, d- I don't know training career is the only way I know how to phrase it so sorry about saying that um yeah I've had so many points where I thought I've got it all figured out and I've thought I know exactly how to train and what's the best way and all of that only to look back like a year or two <laughs> later and be like why did I think that was the best way? And either, why did I think that was the best way? This is the best way. Or more recently, why did I think those things were the best way? Uh, There's clearly not one best way. (laughs) Um, And we're all just kind of figuring this out as we go along. Um, So it's also kind of a a bit of a a coaching, uh, well, a bit of a red flag if you are looking for a coach if you're talking to a coach and they're acting as if they have all the answers and know everything and know exactly the best way to do things it's probably a little bit of a red flag because they don't nobody does 
So always be open to learning new things and to be, being receptive to other people's ways of doing things and always be open to changing your mind because if you go through 11 years of training and never change your mind uh, I'd be very worried about what it is that you're doing um, right I'm going to leave that there uh, I'm just going to look at these other ones can I get through those no don't be silly 24 minutes that's plenty of time right thank you very much for listening if you want to hear me go through the other five points then be sure to listen in next week and to make sure that you get that podcast subscribe so that you get it into your wherever you get your podcasts next week and if you're looking for coaching or if you would like to join in on my confident for christmas six week challenge where i'm going to take a maximum of 15 uh women to help them lose their first five pounds learn to keep it off and just generally go into christmas with more confidence around their diet and exercise choices so you can actually enjoy Christmas, enjoy the social times instead of dreading them, then send me a message just saying Christmas and I will send you some more details. But other than that, I will see you on the next one.